Welcome to Podcast The Ride, The Second Gate. I'm Scott Gardner, joined by Jason Sheridan. Hello. Hi. Good to be back to regular names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't have to belabor these. We know what they are. Uh, uh, and and there's uh, Mike Glarl, Clarfson. Wait, no, no, no. I can just go no. by Mike Carlson. <laughs> Mike Carlson. I would prefer if you actually were like, Mike Carlson. You oh, kept geez. that. You kept that energy. You spookify that, too. Well, just it's fun. <laughs> We got to come down from All right, fine. spooky season, I guess, as we settle into, I was going to say regular topics, mm. but how regular, how, I don't know if you can call this a regular topic. <laughs> oh, baby, this is a micro-targeted one. This has been on my docket for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's hiding in plain sight. Impossible to Google. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't, even, <laughs> can't find it. No. No By, one's ever done any media about this. This I, is the first thing that's ever been about Jason it. Jason is rubbing his hands together like an evil genius or I, something. Like a, like a dog at a, yeah. at a 40s nightclub who was about to get a big steak. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect time period for this. Uh, I went back. I found pictures I took in uh, March of this year mm-hmm. to be, to as like a reminder to myself of like, oh, Let's talk about this. And it, 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 we had talked about it before, and then it came up again. And I'm glad I could still find these pictures because, again, these phrases are so vague, it's hard to search. Yeah. This episode is about two posters. <laughs> two posters by the bathrooms. By the bathrooms. In, in Hollywood land. The Hollywood. Even I don't know the name. It's, is, is it, it's called the Hollywood Studios back lot what is this isn't it down land? to hollywood because it is it's now hollywood i i i did find searching some of these terms a yesterland article from 2015 uh, talking about like all right now that california adventure has been totally redone here's all the stuff that doesn't make sense in hollywood land mm-hmm. here's like okay half of it is like the golden age of hollywood and half of it is like facades like girders and false fronts yeah when's it set they don't when does it set why is there like art deco stuff and then schmoozies day one restaurant schmoozies still has that 90s sign and off the off the page doesn't make sense and then it's all about like moving past sound stages and scaffolding to (laughs) get to monstropolis monstropolis is an anachronism yeah uh uh a word wieners doesn't really make sense in the time period either yeah but they need a place at the end close to the entrance to sell hot dogs because well because carthay is a classy place that's the old back in time and you would think it would blend effortlessly into old classic old hollywood it does for a few steps but it does a little bit and some of the buildings actually look okay but Mm -hmm. ultimately it's a bunch of like cheesy puns and (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a ghost in here but these posters next to the bathrooms next to off the page are period appropriate for golden age of hollywood but like only this because what else around it is after is is golden age Um, It, it comes right after a show like that's presented by huggies diapers uh-huh. It's between an animation store and a show for toddlers. Yeah, and then there's and then then there's a trip into the past, into the 30s, 
for bathrooms only. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for for like uh trade magazine movie magazine yeah. facsimiles. So this has come oddly this has not been a topic before even though one of them has been a PTR legend. <laughs> That's what this initially this was a throwaway joke of something that we could uh honor uh, uh, original IP. It really is like like the original California Adventure IP, and one of the the previously mentioned one here. I'll let you do, you do the second one. I'll do the one that's been mentioned okay. before because they're, they're both from movie news. It's both. It's big blown up covers of movie news magazine, presumably, presumably, or uh, who knows? Wait, actually, that might be too big of a jump. Uh, um, some some entity called Movie News is announcing that. America's favorite leading man, <laughs> dot, 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 is Hollywood's biggest star. <laughs> and then there's a dashing mustachioed man with a scarf. Yes. That's one. Then. Then the other one uh, with a woman on it says, America's favorite sweetheart, heart is underlined, dot, 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 only one ellipses. <laughs> America's favorite sweetheart is Hollywood's biggest star. Yeah, so the so really we're dealing with two characters here: America's favorite leading man and America's <laughs> favorite sweetheart, who both are Hollywood's biggest star. Somehow, yes, yeah, and, they and, share the title. It's like best actor, actress at the Haas. We have like kind of a uh, uh, we have a, a binary, mm. so they both get to claim the title for their respective for men and women. Yes. I have looked at these for years. Mm-hmm. For years, when I've used it in the bathroom, I always take a moment and try to decipher these posters because it is almost poetry. It's like the mm-hmm. Voight Kampf test in Blade Runner, where they read you statements and see how your pupils react to try and find who's a, <laughs> a, 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 a what is it replicant? Is that uh-huh. the term? Right. Yes, yeah. replicant. And who's a human being? Like, how will human beings react to the phrase? Well, America's favorite sweetheart is Hollywood's biggest star. <laughs> America, and it's imp- and we're when we said we should do this, I don't think we got it right because the America Hollywood thing is very confusing. It would easy you could easily say Hollywood's favorite leading man is America's biggest star, right? It's and, and just the idea that these are if they are magazine covers that this is news, breaking scoop: America's favorite leading man is Hollywood's. <laughs> biggest star but you could also flip those you know the second part could be the first america's no hollywood's biggest star is america's favorite leading man that's it's yeah. kind of a it's a, a um a, a, what's is it a palindrome when what is it when uh the word uh, loops in on itself or, or rhymes oh, uh, oh like, like a tenet what, what's the what what is the word for what tenet <laughs> is that's a good question Oh, the same forwards and backwards. That's what you're yes. talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's is, a palindrome. That's isn't a palindrome. It? Isn't it? The, we the, might be using the wrong word. The I'm second sure. half of both these statements, uh, everything is unnecessary. The second half yeah. is implicit same in the first and half. Palindrome, yeah. Yeah. palindrome, yeah. Second half is implicit in the first half, and the first half is implicit in the second half. Yes. It's this thing that Disney does sometimes where they make something so, like you recognize what it is. But they've made it so generic and so inoffensive, they have come up with, like, outsider art. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just a little weird. I, well, let's, let's be really, because we don't have a lot to, to play with here, <laughs> so we need to make sure that we grasp these full phrases. 
are we sure that is there a way that this is news let's just really stare at it america's he's america's favorite leading man this is the beginning of the story and but he's entered a new phase of his life or maybe recently it's been determined that he is also hollywood's biggest star favorite and biggest maybe there's a difference there maybe favorite is people's choice that's that's like quality it's not uh, uh, mathematical quantitative this is like the the most quality actor or actress it is now making the box office bucks that make him the official biggest star in hollywood so so what we're seeing is a marriage of critical quality audience <laughs> fandom so you're saying and, like, and the box office receipts are there like too. a mile tellers miles teller situation didn't think a whole lot of him or think about him before mm-hmm. top gun maverick and after top gun maverick i'm like maybe i kind of like miles teller <laughs> yeah i know it's a disturbing uh but he was <laughs> I, I, I didn't i didn't like that thought occurring to me either but either. It, it's you had to face it after yeah. top gun maverick but if it was if America's favorite sweetheart, let's say America, I remember America's favorite yeah. number one sweetheart. Yep. How, in what world wouldn't she be automatically the biggest star? She's the favorite. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't seem to me that they can be different. I mean, unless she was in a different field, like she was a, a newscaster or something, and she was America's sweetheart, they'd call her that, and now she's the biggest star because she's in a movie. Let me throw an example. I'm trying to think of a real-world example of this. And look, I think, you know, what's confusing is this is 30s, 40s, or whatever, where I think those things are going to be married more. Like, right. like, there's less of a divide between what audiences want and what they pay for. And, mm. and But now, like, uh, uh, the, the well, he's not frequently mentioned so much as uh, all of his uh, weird business partners are. George Clooney. Right, sure. Um, who also acts in addition to making phone calls in a boardroom, which is what we value the most in people. Yeah. But... George Clooney sometimes acts in films, and I feel like those often, box office-wise, are not the biggest movies. That's but Would true. you not possibly call him, or at least at some point in time, has he been America's favorite leading man, even though the movies are like Michael Clayton? That's not the biggest film of the year. But I wouldn't call him America's favorite leading man. You don't think at any point George Clooney has been America's... I think at one time he might have been. What give me the era? Um, I'm thinking... <laughs> Post, like Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven, I guess. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven, uh, post the '90s action movie, post like the Peacemaker and Batman and Robin. Like you mean after that? Post not during yeah, that? After? Okay, it, after. Uh, yeah. Um, the Three Kings. Dude, no, yeah. not yet. He's still on the way up. Right, right. This is where, like, if he shows up at the Oscars, everybody loses their shit, and everybody makes the biggest deal of him, and every joke at the Golden Globes is about him. But maybe that's not off. Maybe that's off of a little respected movie that he allowed to happen by breathing his star force into it. But then he did not have any of the top ten films of the year. That seems like maybe this is. I think this is the best example I could think of where maybe he's not. If you're not on a spreadsheet, he's not Hollywood's biggest star. Well, I think America's favorite sweetheart is Hollywood's biggest star. Maybe Julia Roberts fits that one. Mm-hmm. Was she America's sweetheart? And she was a big star for a while. I think like, she was both of these things. Yeah. Now, currently, we'll see. They're both going. They're both in this very generic-looking film that I think will not be Hollywood's biggest hit. 
but but will they retain will they be anyone's favorite will this movie prove that I mean, I bet it'll be relaxing. I bet it'll be a calming movie. It's it's like, oh, okay, there's a couple movie stars and they're in an exotic locale. Mm -hmm. And um, there's some young up-and-comers supporting them. For Tig Clooney out of it, though, do you see how maybe it's possible that America's favorite leading man is not Hollywood's biggest star? So I guess... (laughs) So, okay. George Clooney fits the mold of your Cary Grant, Rhett Butler classic hollywood guy yes so i suppose he could be cast in the role in the public's mind of america's leading man even though that wasn't true it was in 2001 i'm looking it was uh chris tucker it was other people who had much bigger hits bigger bigger bigger, biggest star is what i'm saying i think these maybe are could be viewed as different ideas yeah okay mark wall planet of the apes mark Wahlberg, like Brendan Fraser, Mummy Returns is this year. You'd never at, the, at that time call Mark Wahlberg America's favorite leading man. He could have been at some point. He certainly is now. I what with think, his, his uh, <laughs> the show about all his business ventures and I, Uncle Steve or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, Father Stu. Father Stu. Don't forget Uncle Uncharted, <laughs> a quiet, uh, a pretty big hit, I believe. So I think that's leading man. The phrase leading man is left over from an old era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, and I think Clooney has been they've been trying to they cast him as that in the in the film media. Yes. For yes. a long time even though people probably there's bigger stars they actually like more even though George Clooney's a perfectly good actor and in mm-hmm. good movies. But, yeah, and, I I think it's it's fair to say at some point if somebody said and here he is America's favorite leading man it probably was said on a red carpet even if the receipts don't back it up. I think Clooney Clooney may be a close one that falls into it because he had he can kind of do it all. He had a television show. He was doing action movies. Then he was in more critically acclaimed movies. Then he started doing like smaller movies and directing. Mm-hmm. And he's charming on talk shows. And he's handsome. Here's the thing. Here's the he's issue. Handsome. He's traditionally handsome, which is, I believe, what people liked why he was cast in this role. Some of these other people aren't as traditionally handsome. Even a Tom Hanks isn't as handsome as George Clooney, even though Tom Hanks way more success. But I bet you would say like, oh, George Clooney's a better leading man than Tom Hanks. It's a very, it's an idea from the the era. Right. But Tom Hanks For some reason, leading man does imply... Look, look, I think to be the favorite leading man or America's favorite sweetheart, attractiveness does have to enter into the picture. Because that's yeah. the old style way of thinking. Yeah, Tom Hanks is by far America's number one leading man, I think, for the last 30 years. But Geppetto, think about it all. Geppetto, <laughs> The Terminal, it's all... Mr. Rogers movie. Mr. Rogers movie. Waltz. The mo- the moped one. Larry Crown. Larry Crown. <laughs> yes. Charlie but, Wilson's War. Charlie Wilson's made War. made so many... Birds. Bigger movies that have made more money than... than George. Yeah. But this this poster is more the golden age of Hollywood when yes. people knew knew these stars on the big screen or movie magazine. So he's just, got the affectation, he's got a pencil thin mustache, a big So for big leading scarf man, and yes. some streaks of gray. So they think so this is like America's most inoffensive hot man. That's sort of what People like that's what they're saying more than like leading man in the sense just that it's going to open yeah. a movie. Well, that might be true, but I think you might be dehumanizing and, and devaluing what could be great on screen work from this unnamed man in the poster. Who <laughs> like kind inoffensive of looks, implies I, that maybe the stuff isn't George that good. Isn't, I'm just saying George doesn't really have an edge. Mm-hmm. I would say George is a, per- a perfectly charming guy, and I like watching him in a lot of movies. 
but he's not edgy. He doesn't feel like he's got a dark side. He, he I doesn't mean, we know. have like a collateral in his thing. Does he? Does his, he ever play like a murderer? Is that the American? I've never seen look, I've never seen the American. At I've some seen point, Clayton. we're not... Hey, look, George Clooney was an example. We're not talking about George. We're talking about this guy. This guy. This guy <laughs> in this poster. Who kind of looks but like you brought Clark up a good Gable. example, and I'm trying to deconstruct what people might mean by leading man. Yes. To understand what the poster is getting well, at. Well, my fear is that you're staying on George Clooney <laughs> because you love the fucking tequila thing so much. No, it's we're nothing to do with the tequila thing. Tequila. I haven't talked about tequila. I'm talking about the films George Clooney. <laughs> Nothing I, to do with tequila. I think you have to go back further. <laughs> I'm, just, let's go I just, back I'm further. just afraid of where we're heading. Let's but, go back further. Okay. Jason's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Jason, yes. I, I think you have to go back further, especially if you look at America's sweetheart, because she has... I don't... I was staring at that picture, and I'm like, I'm not quite sure if you, she kind of looks like Mary Pickford. She kind of looks like Rita Hayworth or Betty Rita Grable. Hayworth. Yeah. Uh, Betty Grable, who I was reading her Wikipedia, and I, I never knew this... I was looking at her filmography. I was like, I, I know this name. I know this face. I don't know if I've seen any of the mo- these movies, but I think she was like the Julia Roberts of her time. Like her movies grossed a massive amount of money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Would they? Was sweet sweetheart has been of the? How long has sweetheart been around? Is a phrase. <laughs> That's that's an old phrase, right? I, I couldn't tell you offhand. America's I guess I should sweetheart. have done research into the entomology of the word sweetheart. <laughs> and Being I knew this, this, is an, this, is an, this is an episode about atoms. We're like, <laughs> de- like we have like four things here, so probably I should have done that that work. She's but. a real sweetheart. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. She she kind of looks. A now, little sweetheart baby isn't, face. Sweetheart she, isn't Marilyn Monroe necessarily. No, this is before that. This is a more innocent time. Right. She kind of has the puffy sleeves, which due to fashion being cyclical are now back in fashion. Sweetheart mean like it's there's a lot there's a little less like a va 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 voom in sweetheart. Yes, you know what I mean? she is more of a girl next door. She's even she's more in Judy Garland mode, I would say. Yes, that's the for sure. In the hair, I think yes. this is your this is your little sister. This is not the sex object, so we can't. Right. We, this is right. maybe something we know about the body of work of these this unnamed person in this poster. But she has some level of maturity because it appears she is <laughs> sitting in front of a makeup mirror with like little jars. <laughs> Ornate jars and a spritzing bottle, you know? True. She does. She's in front of little jars. <laughs> little so we jars. Can get, we can gain she a lot of information from the little jar. The little the jars. The little jars. She's got a little, uh, <laughs> uh, looks like an expensive bracelet on. We're, 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 we're in the woods now. We're t- okay, let's, so what can we glean from the little jars <laughs> on the poster outside of the bathroom? How old do you think America's sweetheart is? She's possibly under 18, I think. I don't think she's well under 18. It's hard with old movie stars, too. Sometimes you go, they're either like 50 and you don't know, or they're like 15. Uh, Especially yeah. the la- like ladies, sometimes you don't know, because they would, they would be- make them up in a such a way to make them look older. Lauren Bacall, um, when she first started like starring in roles uh, opposite Humphrey Bogart, was like 18 years old and like sure. in key largo and he was 100 huh <laughs> he was 100 yeah he was like uh tw- at least 12 years older than her probably more yeah uh, and she has a level she does seem older but then you watch like some of the first movies you're like oh you are 18 years old mm-hmm. uh, sure 
Um, I will cool. say this about America's Favorite Sweetheart. The post is a little bit like, she's cool. She's kind of cool. She's like, hey, what are you doing? What are you up to? She's not like, oh my gosh, like I'm nerd. Like she's very comfortable, it looks like, in, in whatever her, her uh, sitting in front of the little jars. Casual. Casual. You talk to her at a party. She, yeah. she puts hey. you at ease, even yeah. though you're intimidated to be talking to her. Right. Like you're Jay okay, so Jason's a cub reporter and he works for movie news. And he goes in there and he's got his uh his reporter, his cub reporter outfit on, and he's mm-hmm. very nervous to talk to America's favorite sweetheart. She turns around, kind of strikes this pose, and it's just like, What do you got for me, big boy? So she's like, that's the vibe I'm getting from her. Yeah. Wait a minute. You- I was with you on the on the <laughs> the that she seems chill from the posture, but then the what you put in her mouth was what do you got for me big boy yeah, yeah that's a little more may west that's very I aggressive feel like. i feel <laughs> all right what would be a friend what do you what <laughs> do you want to know down to earth and she says what do you got for me big boy i think she's gonna do but i think she's gonna needle you a little bit because she notices that jason is a little nervous so she's gonna give it like this playful she's it's it's, and it's old times this is some this is what somebody in the olden days would say this mm-hmm. isn't necessarily what I would write for a, a character now. I uh, hear, what do you got for me, big boy? And that's flirtation. That's she wants the fuck cub reporter, Jason Sheridan. Well, maybe, but she knows that he's intimidated because she's America's sweetheart. And of course, he has a little crush on her because everyone in America does. We all do. Right. We all did even before she became that's Hollywood's right. biggest star. So she's playing into that. She's kind of needling him and she's like going to make it. She's like, I have the power here because she's a big star. She's America's favorite gonna sweetheart. going to throw him off. He's going to do a worse job. <laughs> she shouldn't bet. That's the, she's not putting him at ease. I think she would this say. I was with you on the character until the dialogue. The dialogue doesn't look, fit the Scott, character look you at painted. The, look I at the poster. Like... Of, um, hold, Jason, be quiet for me okay. for a second. <laughs> You'll have time to come report. I'm just saying, look at this photo, and and then th- really, I want you to sit here, and I want us to sit in silence while you look at this poster, and you look at the character, and, and imagine the dialogue I just said, <laughs> and see if you can imagine her saying it, because I really think, when she, she's got her head on her shoulder, and she's really leaning into it, she's really kind of like, very, very casual. I think Big Boy is not a stretch that would come out of her mouth. I think she uh, is on her way up. But she she knows she's got to sell the movie, and I got to get this story to print by 5 p.m., okay? So I think movie there's... Movie news goes out. It famously yeah, prints news. on Wednesday night. <laughs> movie news. Uh, needs to go to press, okay? So I think she's... What does she say to you? Give me the line of dialogue. She says to kind of like break the ice to meet you as the cub reporter in her dress, in her dressing room. What do you got for me, sport? See, that's in the same vein as what I said. I think it's a lot less sexual. Because of the big boy? Big boy is like, like, <laughs> what, and when it's, what do you got for me? That's like, whip it out. Show, me, me, show me your hog. <laughs> what do you want to know? What do you want to know, kid? Line? What, what do you, you want to know, kid? What your line? puts you on the level. I think that's correct. I think big boy is aggressive. I Scott, what do you think the line would be that she would say to Jason? I don't know. This is really specific here. <laughs> you we have to be, is, it has to you sound old for this before we did this episode? I did not think of what a sample piece of dialogue would be. I think maybe she calls me uh, sport, maybe kid, maybe, even though she's probably younger than me, but right. she sees I'm sweating because mm-hmm. she's got the high cards here because she's America's favorite sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, which is Hollywood's I think biggest star. Breaking as Hollywood's I think biggest star. I mean, speak. the listeners need to vote on one of all of our dialogue and see what if they think, what, who the, whose piece of dialogue they think is most appropriate to this poster. 
<laughs> I think you need to join in, Scott. You have, you is have it, to put yours. Well, is she kind of like deconstructing her own myth? Is, well, is it sort of, is she kind of like, is she being a little standoffish and like, uh, so you think you know everything about me, do you? <laughs> Try me. I, I mm, think that's she's... That's okay, that's good. A little challenge. I think I'm just trying to get a quote to give to... Uh, the American people, the viewing public, and all our ships at sea. Jay- you know? <laughs> Is that your opening line? <laughs> I, just the facts, ma'am. I'm like, Joe Friday, just the facts. <laughs> See, I'm Jason Sheridan from Movie News, and I'm just trying to get this information to our boys overseas, ma'am. We also, I don't think, I also don't think you're the kind of reporter who's trying to dig up scandal because remember, this is right, the time yes. where we didn't know, we didn't know what people were getting into and maybe it was better that way. You know, sure. we didn't know about piece of people's special salad dressing and <laughs> diving under the car and who's, who's spitting on who. Now we know every tawdry detail, but you know, there yeah. was a time where we let these people live. This isn't LA Confidential Magazine. This is movie news. If you want to talk off the record, I'll meet you at the Frolic Room, okay? <laughs> Next to the Pantages. But that, then maybe we end up with a blind item, not with a... This is... Right. But yeah, I think you're there to... You're putting her on the cover of movie news, which we haven't maybe talked about what is the... the prominence of movie news is it just a trade magazine or is this rolling stone is this the moment where you made it where like i'm on the cover of movie news me i grew up uh, staring at the covers <laughs> thinking the people on movie news were gods and now i am one i mean i think if they have the budget for multicolored backgrounds you know back then mm, all this stuff has to be point. done practically Yes. So they gotta <clears throat> they gotta have hair and makeup there. They gotta have wardrobe there, and we're doing like a shoot for these covers. You know. Yeah. One well, that uh, probably the big dogs. Your 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 lifes are, are have color, but maybe yes. not right. every. Yeah. This it's not a rag. You're right. If uh, if they're committing to the color, it's not a rag, but it might not be the most. It might not be color throughout, but maybe the front and back cover are color. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think inside, maybe only the the most special stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or something big. But you know, when the war happened, maybe some war photos. I'm gonna or, write up what I think the interview how it goes. I'm gonna write a little one page. Wow. Here for just I'll post it when we post this. Okay. For the interview between Jason and <laughs> America's favorite sweetheart. Do, do you think the the um, stars? These big stars, when they're dealing with movie news, are they excited and uh, or nonchalant when dealing with it, or are they scared? Like Hedda Hopper is calling, the this, gossip columnists oh. are calling. You're, I think this is a probably a general mag. Like this is a okay. very easy one. This isn't going to be like you're not going to get. It's not going to be a gotcha thing. This is like people. This is just yeah. You know, we're like celebrating and endorsing celebrity. Right. Yeah. They might have contacted the, you know, the, their own people might have put all this together. Yes. This might be a breezy profile where the first few paragraphs are just like, they walked in and they ordered a croissant and a latte. You yeah. Know? It's the, the old, head, we yeah. have to know what the, what the famous people were eating yeah. that day. What better way to get into their heads? What <laughs> are they having at Jones on third? Okay. The headlines itself is what tells me what the magazine's like because it's the most generic thing you've ever read 
Yeah. There would be, they would be trying to sell it uh, based on some sort of tawdry detail. It's not about their life. It's not right. about their, their personal life. It's not about a marriage or a divorce. Yeah. We might not know anything about these people. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Right. There could be, look, I don't want to go making assumptions, but based on equivalent people at the time, uh, could be a lot of divorces happening with leading man. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be could be a drunk. She could have the Judy Garland style pill sure. applied by studio. There could be very dark things going on. There are for sure dark things going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's the old Hollywood. There's got to be something. With each other. They might have, bro- like, she might have broken up his marriage or something. Yeah, possible. Do you, do you think they know? Do each- they, they know? definitely know yeah. each other. They for sure know each other. They've or like it was a huge deal when they met. But do you think they've like? I don't know. Have, yeah, are they? Have they hooked up? Yeah, is that <laughs> I, were you going to say? Have they done it? <laughs> are they uh, an item or a secret item, or do they hate each other? Like Judy Garland and uh, uh, Mickey Rooney. Did they hate <laughs> later each other? on? Oh, late, yeah, they fucking despise. Well, I think each a lot other. of people hated oh, okay. Mickey Rooney. Yeah. Mickey Rooney was end, out of his mind. Least. I don't know that it started that way, but mm, like, sure, um, yeah, I think that they for sure, obviously, for sure, know each other. But yes, I think they probably worked with each other. If they're the two biggest stars, I mean, can you think of like who are the two biggest stars now that have never worked together? There's got to be a couple. But do we have hmm. star? I mean, there's only a handful of stars left, I suppose. Uh huh. It's not like, but is yeah? Is there any? Uh, they're like, all in Ocean's Eleven. The Rock and Tom Cruise have not co-starred. I guess a The Rock is a little bit off on his own island. Yeah, and I guess Tom is lately. Isn't that? I think The Rock is Hollywood's biggest star, but not America's favorite leading man. Well, be- only because he's too jacked to fit in the mold of what you think of a leading man. Yes, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything romantic about The Rock. <laughs> um, well, uh, America's favorite leading man. There implies like a. Da- I don't think you would ever call the Rock dashing. You'd say he's cool, mm. but I don't think he's. I think suave. a lot of people are attracted to the Rock, though. Mm-hmm. Is that a? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Jack. I think you can present him as dashing. Mm-hmm. Isn't he wearing a suit in red? Is he in red notice? Which but are one you is he like in? in Jungle Cruise? Are you like? Oh, if the oh the rock could sweep me up onto his boat and take me on a river adventure. I think anytime. some people are, but they're not presenting him in the movie like that. Mm-hmm. But also, movies are very like big movies are very sexless now. There's not a lot of yes. So so there's not even a lot of that. Anymore. Is there is what's the rock's sexiest scene? Is there a scene with the rock where people would go where a, a, a woman might go like oh my like oh that rock I don't think so. Well, he's shirtless and stuff and that's enough, right? Certainly, of course he's an attractive man, but rock like I just don't think he's scene. like you don't think of like sensuality like <laughs> But Clooney you think sensuality. Yeah. I'm trying to think but what out of sight scene is sexy, oh, okay. you know. Yeah, that's there's true. like I can think of why. There's a scene. A disc- all you your favorite movie disclosure. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, of course, yes. Oh, well, there's no question with Michael Douglas. <laughs> Obviously. The Rock. Okay, here's a sexy scene from a movie, and I'm trying to see what... Oh, is it Ballers? Oh, there's a oh. sexy scene of Ballers with The Rock, where he's making out here in the bed. Ballers. That's madness. This is not an <laughs> iconic scene. I'm just Maybe saying, it is to someone, but... He's presented, like, there's also uh, years of footage you know, of him baller with scene, and Nothing underwear. hotter than the, the baller... Who's he with in the Ballers scene? i got to look it up. I actually, believe it or not, I haven't watched Ballers. Uh, my question is, as we are... Um, I'm wondering what time we started uh, doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we finish 10% we, of the episode, yes. yes. <laughs> have we thought about this more than the Imagineers? Yes. yes. I'm sure the person constructing these posters, designing the these posters, Here's thought the of them plenty. This opens around the same time as Tokyo Disney Sea. And I think I've said this before on the show that if you walk around Tokyo Disney Sea, every little plaque, every little poster, is packed with jokes and information and lore stuff that you really felt like people poured over and were excited about and it's dense and you could spend just a day at Tokyo Disney going through and looking at that stuff and going oh that's a cute little that's funny they wrote the whole newspaper right the whole newspaper you go through all of it this is like this is just like the auto like auto (laughs) when you open up like a, a a program that just puts text on a screen well and it's very like to use a current thing it's like ai art of (laughs) yes it does like both of these people are just all right put the top five actors and the top five actresses into a visual blender and that is what so that if you're if you fuzz your eyes like oh yeah that might be clark gable sure (laughs) right and then yes on top of it it doesn't, it's barely anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's meaningless. No, even, look, I, as a thought exercise, wondered about picking these, and now I do believe there's duality to America's Favorite Leading Man and Hollywood's Biggest Star, but this is no, head, this headline is nothing. Right, the movie why not news put a is joke? not selling any copies with that. What do you mean, is America's, like, I even got it wrong. America's Favorite is Hollywood's. It's jargon. Why? It's like, why not a joke? Write a joke on it. The, yeah. Why couldn't this be funny? Lord Wieners is a joke. Lord Wieners, whether you like Lord it or Wieners, you think it's yeah. crass or not, it's a joke. <laughs> the issue is not that you wouldn't find it funny. The issue is you might be offended by it. I might be offended by it. <laughs> oh, I don't. You think has anyone ever walked by a Ward Wieners and gone, "Oh, ha, oh my"? Probably. <laughs> you the first time like a Christian me, and then a bunch of Christian people. <laughs> Bunch of like nuns. Word a bunch weird. of nuns came to, went to California Adventure. Mm-hmm. They were all there. They were a so excited. Yeah. They're walking over to go on uh, to see the uh, Aladdin show. And then they see that and then they go, oh, and then they were offended and left. Well, no, they know this is the golden age of Hollywood, which nuns at the time would probably complain about the coarsening of Hollywood. Well, that's but true. now we forget that and we look at it as like everything was very squeaky clean, you know? Right. But Award Wieners is even too. They wouldn't say that in an old movie. No, that part is not one of the 30s parts. Cary Grant never said wiener uh, on the screen. (laughs) Who's the first ever to say wiener on screen? (laughs) Probably a hot dog guy in like a baseball movie. Like, do they say it in damn Yankees? Guy selling hot dogs? Uh, Peanuts, wieners. Could be. Peanuts, wieners. Who said it first? I wonder if even the person's family know. Do you realize your grandfather is the first person to say wiener on film? (laughs) And that maybe guy a should have a poster. First, <laughs> first actor to say wiener. Does does like Babe Ruth yell at it when he meets the little rascals? 
Did Babe Ruth meet the little rascals? I believe he did. Really? I believe a lot of uh, baseball players in the early days of baseball uh, moonlit in other jobs uh, in the offseason because it did not pay enough. Like being in movies, you mean? Uh, uh, Being in movies or like having a day job. I mean, obviously, Babe Ruth made a lot of money. But he would go play. I'm not seeing any proof that Babe Ruth was in the the Little Rascals. I swore he met the Little Rascals. I swore I've seen footage (laughs) of him meeting the Little Rascals. You also just suggested that most baseball players met the Little Rascals back then. (laughs) They had to take side work, like being in the Little Rascals shorts. I mean, he would go play games in Japan, like, like... They would well, put together yeah, yeah, to yeah, play in Japan. Still. But you're but, saying that he had to make ends meet. He had to act in a little okay, rascal. Hold on, hold on. He was a global star. Like he would get hold endorsement deals and stuff. But be, other baseball on. players would have to get what do you jobs. See? It's like the way, minor no, this is just a painting of Babe Ruth with some kids. <laughs> <laughs> Not the little rascals. I thought we had it here. It's just someone's painting. No, I'm seeing an eBay listing and it has little rascals and Babe Ruth, but I don't think they're <laughs> oh, in the same oh, wait, place. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Babe Ruth made a cameo appearance in the film Speedy. Wait a minute, that's not a Little yeah, Rascals. It'd be called the Little Rascals. It'd be called but Our Gang you, Presents Lou Sweetie. Gehrig made a cameo appearance within Babe Ruth's cameo appearance. What? Wait, okay, wait. No, that's just in the, still in the film Speedy. Oh, my God. What was Babe Ruth <laughs> in the Little Rascals? I, I mean, this would have popped up fast, wouldn't it? I Babe don't. Ruth, Little Rascals. Baseball, how about like... Baseball players, little rascals. Jason, did you meet Babe Ruth when you were little? <laughs> I meet Babe Ruth and forget. I put it, look stock footage from those fucking um, what's his face? The our, documentary. Oh, wait, okay, our gang. Here's an our gang because we know our gang was the name of it before the little rascals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Giants versus Yanks. Hal uh-huh. Roach presents his rascals in Giants versus Yanks. Okay. Is- Hold on. You think I just, maybe... I just have to watch this 28-minute <laughs> video to see... Yeah, let's, let's report back on this later. Bugle Nose Davis. What? <laughs> Squealer, his kid brother. You found a it's way a to make film, this an endless episode. It's a silent film. <laughs> it's a silent film, so I'll have to be announcing... We should play... Yeah, we should do more silent <laughs> film analysis on this audio medium. Okay, so they're at the baseball... Okay, I think they're not at a real... Baseball stadium. Well, is it though, the I little think. rascals or not? Though it oh, it's our gang. It is our gang. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, and it said his little rascal. It's so whoever created it, the guy's Look, name. The Ken Burns documentary has a lot of old black and white footage. Hal it's Roach possible. presents his rascals, in, so that's how they were built before they were just the little rascals. Okay. Look, it's not on Babe Ruth's IMDb. Scott, this is 100 years old. (laughs) (laughs) This is 1923. This is is a non-viral tweet. Like, want to feel old? Do you know his gang's Yanks? Our gang and his rascals. Our gang's, his rascals, Yanks. Do you you realize that's 100 years old? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sound. I would have. Gu- I would have guessed 110 years old. <laughs> um, okay. You're gonna have to find this, Jason, on your own. He right. has to do it. I'll rewatch the whole Ken Burns all 12 hours. To see, do you think somewhere in Ken Burns baseball there's a shot of the little rascals and Babe Ruth together? I think so. Maybe he just met them off, like not even in a I short. I mean, it could have been an. He a, might have been a big fan of our gang. Yeah, and he just wanted to meet them. Yeah, that happens. Elvis they, and the Beatles. Shook, Elvis like, and the Beatles met, and there wasn't anything big, you know. Yeah, 
There's a photo of it, though. That's true. But there mm-hmm. might be a photo on the Ken Burns thing. The, Was the there a Yankees. photo when the original Elvis and the Beatles met? You know, <laughs> Babe Ruth and yeah. his gang. <laughs> oh, no, our gang, his rascals. His rascals. <laughs> Sorry, I'd like the list. The listeners should just, maybe they already are. They're just running through a list, like credits in their head of all the rides we've never talked about. They're <laughs> <laughs> yelling about this his. This is in a theme park, though. This, <laughs> this is, is not. In a this theme is not. Park. This is better it's, than the Munsters. This qual- it's closer, close, yes. yeah. This is in Cal... Yeah, and you, listener, can go see these yes. in California Adventure. You can drag your friends and significant others behind a wall, because that's where you have to go. It's kind of like a... This, like it's, it's a, a Frank Lloyd Wright-inspired des- designed wall. Yes, yeah. it's a very good... Uh, I find the bathrooms of high quality, yeah. and they are Frank Lloyd Wright-inspired. Right. So that's pretty cool. Sure. They are notable bathrooms. I would say yes. and then behind this wall you can see these characters please tweet at us if you're hanging out with them we want to see you trying to make heads or tails of America's favorite leading man America's favorite <laughs> sweetheart and maybe it'll provoke a discussion with the people you're with in the park you know uh, like do you think they knew each other did these people kiss is it possible to be America's favorite leading man and Hollywood's biggest star and the other side of that conversation might be like huh should we do uh, you want to do different things today? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, I mean, I would be very interested. Yeah, try it Look, and see what happens. A person cannot live on Papa Steve alone. When you're done looking at Papa Steve, come to these. Yeah, that's, that's really advanced. when I was going through in my head. What is a more obscure topic than today's topic? Papa Steve is in there because that's our that's another episode about a California Adventure poster. Oh. But it's also a real man who lived a life, and we got to talk about his life. These people are not real they don't have names <laughs> there's a good no one's ever written about this or talked about it anywhere there's a good chance that they somebody frantically came into imagineering one day and said do we have any stock photos of actor looking people and they went uh i guess and they looked it up they had two things all right we need these posters because it kind of looks blank there uh mm. okay whatever america blah blah type 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 print out that's it this might have been not even a full Day of stress. That's what I'm yes. in the year 2000 trying to jam this. This park was together. repurposing yeah. two things they may have had, or like drawing over act. They might have like right. gotten shots of the people in the Tower of Terror pre-ride, <laughs> yeah, and drawn over them. Like, okay, we got a head start. There's like a girl in a mm-hmm. you know in a bow and a dress. Let's just kind of just like age her up and then like give the guy a mustache. Great, print it. Done. Yeah. Because, yeah, why not? Why not? Imagineers like to make little fun things. This is really at the heart of, like, I think a lot of this show is thinking, well, this these places are special. Someone made this place. And so every item in the place must have intention, and it must be special, too. It's ordained. Like, that's certainly what I assumed when I was younger. There's a re- yeah, There's a reason for everything. It's not like the real world where things kind of happen haphazard and chaotic, but something like this teaches us that maybe things are haphazard and chaotic <laughs> in that world, too. And maybe even be like just because when budget crunch enters into it and people just having to get the job done, maybe not everything is like... A special gift from the heavens, the way the the best of Imagineering is. Right. I think it was a recent guest, Andrew Grissom, shared a a film critic posted on Instagram, like, you know, people asked me about writing about movies, and what is your thought process? And they, they came up with, like, three Cs. It's like, 
all right, what context was this happening in? Uh, what is the content? What were the filmmakers trying to say? And like everything they think about when a movie, like what are the messages in, intended or otherwise? Uh, Jason, I think what and, you're thinking you're remembering is what I said about the Transformers rise. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking you're remembering. <laughs> but I, I saw this like at, around the same period of days when I was thinking about this episode and I started to apply these ideas to this poster. Oh. And it's like, what are we, what, what is this communicating to us? What is this meant to communicate? Is it just meant to be, because you kind of go in and out of the bathroom pretty quickly. Is this just meant to be a fleeting touch? Is, did they ever think that anyone would really focus on this for 45 minutes to an hour? Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's now what people are doing with this episode. They're going, well, mm. what is the content? What were the hosts Who's going through? Who is it for? At the time? How brazen were they that they thought that yeah. this would be. This could, this could be something to talk about for a while. Or are they not in a good place? <laughs> are they? Should I be concerned about these podcast hosts? Yeah. Are they unraveling after five years? I felt great. I honestly, I was doing this and like the scary tree simultaneously. And I was having a ball you working could, on these episodes. I think you would put these posters up in your house. I would. I, that, I did go to eBay and Etsy to try and find. Because mm-hmm. so many people now with decent like printers you can just print out like if you got a good a photo poster. of it even on like an iphone you could potentially get a little print i, made could, up, I could blow it up and frame it well yeah. you should what we need to do is put you in the favorite leading man like well, somebody course, like i mean or i'll be, task somebody sure i'm not gonna do it someone in the audience <laughs> if you want to put jason jason in is the leading, leading man, man poster, and he's interviewing just give him a little mustache. america's favorite sweetheart mm-hmm. um what and a thing I like to think of, and I don't think I'm, I'm like this is a fantasy of mine. I like to imagine because of the time that th- these had to be approved by Michael Eisner. Yeah, possibly they had to go across his desk, and he had to go great. Yeah, great, moving on. Mm-hmm. And maybe the kind of limited information, as with our 45th president, he just wants to see colors, right? And a, only a few words. Because uh, he's very busy Because we're yeah. doing things Like you wouldn't believe Right And maybe that's where, where Eisner was at too mm-hmm. So this has These have the USA Today effect Of just like No don't Maybe they Maybe there was more information Maybe they named these people Maybe there was a big backstory And somebody's like No it's never gonna get approved Yeah Michael's Eisner gonna get stressed. gonna get confused <laughs> this, <laughs> He's gonna say I don't know who that is any words. I don't know who that is <laughs> This might be like an, A litmus test Like if You're saying show it to Eisner but what if we could show it to like people who were imaginary? If we showed this to Tony Baxter or we showed this to Bob Weiss and just said, do you know what this is? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 And what I, does this mean Tony to probably you? probably not because he wasn't around so much for that. I, I don't sense a lot of him in California I Adventure. W- I wouldn't be shocked, though, if he like knows every fucking square inch of that's everything. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. And has true. like tells you like here's an hour on. He would do like an hour just on like how we could fix the poster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I would be excited sure. to like, yeah, or a roadie, like anybody, you know. Uh, uh, yes, please, because uh, it could be amazing if someone commented on these. Also, mm-hmm. can, uh, another guy, very eloquent at expanding ideas outwards and like really honing mm-hmm. in on stuff. You know, it's funny what you just said about Eisner—that he gets confused. I sent <laughs> you guys one shot from a Lilo and Stitch oral history it might have been vulture i apologize if it wasn't vulture i don't know where it was but that 
I, what did, I sent you guys the part about how Katzenberg wanted to make oh yeah I forgot West Side Story but that. with cats yes. yeah <laughs> and they set up and we wanted to do it with Leonard Bernstein it's Bernstein, Bernstein. Uh, uh, and so they flew out and did a big presentation and then it became clear like oh he just sent people he's not even here <laughs> and they don't want to do this at all and this is a big fiasco mm-hmm. uh, 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 the only instance of poor Katzenberg judgment I could think sure. of sure but. Basically, there was another part of it where um, they really wanted to make Lilo and Stitch away from Eisner's influence because the one of the directors, one of the main people involved, was like, "I know what happens when, and you have to do these fucking screenings, and you end up just like." Basically, they told a story where he was clearly like so so stressed in '94, and they're screening The Lion King for Eisner, (laughs) and he. Uh, he's watching the movie and then he just like looks down. He just looks down for a while. Uh, not at his phone at the time, but just like, or maybe he was doing something, but he clearly had so much on his plate that he looked down and then looked back up and missed a whole scene of the movie. The, what he looked down for was Mufasa appearing in the clouds. <laughs> so then the film, he entirely did not ever have eyes on cloud <laughs> Mufasa. So when the movie ended and everybody's giving notes, he's like, I mean, what happened with, with like I just didn't connect that like why wh- how what made him want to go back and and save the kingdom? Well, when the cl- Mufasa <laughs> appeared, well, I I didn't get that at all. I don't think you communicated that, <laughs> which is like a window into. We actually think Eisner is like a kind of a sharp. He did things <laughs> that we like, so we think of him as a good executive. Yeah, and that happened. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> to to further. Um, that excerpt is from there is an oral history there's a whole book about the making of Lilo and Stitch that is newly out oh that's all from the book so that's from the book Ah. so that makes me go well what was the fucking production of Lilo Stitch like that they got a book out of it I never considered it well the whole point of it becomes all right. if you go do it cheap and in Florida where nobody's watching when they still had the studio tour the the theme park adjacent studio uh, and to where it was by the time when Eisner would just go like what's this Lilo and Stitch thing oh it's gonna be cool you'll like it as opposed Mm -hmm. to having to run every beat of it by him which would have fucked up the movie right yeah I saw another notable thing I never it never dawned on me but now I can perfectly see it from like the stills they posted was like the first Disney movie in a long time that had watercolor backgrounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you look at it, it's like, oh, yeah, that is really beautiful, beautiful. and striking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is kind of watercolor, these posters. It kind of is. A little bit. Or yes. it's like Photoshop 99. Uh, <laughs> yes, <whatever. laughs> a watercolored filter. Um, I think there's one challenge that we should take on because if we are like, we're grabbing this IP, we're fleshing it out more than the Imagineers cared to or yeah. got to. And we can apply to it kind of anything that we want. I think a big thing, I think they need names. I think we mm. could be the first to name them. And but I don't want to put you on the spot, but I think maybe if we all just hover around, if we stare at them uh, uh, and just kind of toss some words around. Well, here's what I think. And you mm-hmm. guys tell me if I, you think I'm wrong. I think we should be as lazy as they were in making the copy. So I say Rita Garland and <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Butler. <laughs> I think that's good. And that wow. is. That is. Carrie you, Butler. You read about movie stars where it's like. 
yeah, his real name was Ronald Mush, and they t- <laughs> they changed his name to Cary Grant. Like they would just come up with like, oh, we're not going to call you Rebecca Claude. No, your name is now Gloria Graham. I like that your format is half of actresses' real names, and then one, and then the other one is actor and character. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which you could, you know, it could be it could be Rita Gale. Sure, but Gar- I don't know. Gar- I do like the laziness of Garland. Mm-hmm. Certainly, uh, uh, you could go. Yeah, you could say like Nathaniel what? King. Mm-hmm, that's King. Good. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, um, I mean, I don't. I don't see any reason though. At the end of the day, to not go with what you said, <laughs> because in the spirit of you're right with the thought exercise of doing it like them. So now you know. America's favorite leading man, Carrie Butler, is Hollywood's biggest star. And America's favorite sweetheart, Rita Garland, is is Hollywood's biggest star. Yeah, right. And they don't make them like that anymore. Uh, don't mm-hmm. make them like they used to. They never will again. Oh, boy. Hollywood peaked in 1930. Blah. All, the, all the numbers just merged together because this does not exist in a specific year. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you could hear them walk by you, you would hear any any amount of like liquid swishing in a bottle or pills clacking together. What was that first word? Liquid? Oh, liquid. Swishing. I, uh, like I thought you were I kind of got a little tongue-tied and tried to, <laughs> tried to rush past it like I'm a cub reporter trying pia. to make I his copy like, deadline. I thought you were like imitating. <laughs> like swashing. Yeah. Sloshing or something. I, are we done? Can we be... This, this, because this cannot be over. This cannot be over an hour, right? This we're episode. not over an hour yet, no. Okay, well, great. Yeah. yeah, we could be done. We Jason, do you have any other thoughts, though? Uh, no. I think, listeners, if you have any stories about these posters, if you know anything about they the creation of them. for you, they do not. <laughs> stories. I mean, look, I you go with friends or you go with partners or family members and you're like, oh, we got to take a picture next to that. Surely there must be someone out there going like, I got to get a picture next to Hollywood's If we just nudge this a little man, longer, though, maybe. like, Jason, who would you, you say your favorite leading man of all time is and your favorite oh, America's Sweetheart the, is of um, all time? What's his face? Uh, who I, I bought the bucket from. Um, oh. I always forget it now. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 yeah. Robert Blake. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what is the yeah, well, like, speaking Tom, of our Tom, game Tom, shadow of a doubt Tom, uh, um, uh, oh, and cotton? 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 Um, joseph cotton joseph cotton i love you. joseph cotton as an actor. he's your leading man though uh he he was a leading man in a number of roles he's the leading man third man he's the leading kind of the sinister leading man in uh shadow of a doubt just to a, just to do let's let's to take score in the recent past you forgot your favorite ice cream place ever <laughs> on disney property you forgot Forgot the yeah. name of your favorite Joseph actor Cotton. of all time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Look, uh, the sands keep moving through the hourglass. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Scott, what's you your answer? Here's a question. What's your favorite name of you? Of you? What's What's your favorite name? That is your name. Uh, Jason, yeah, yeah, I guess right, so. you're okay. fine. You're fine. Scott, do you have an answer for this? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, my favorite. Uh, 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 like of all time. Uh, <laughs> Leading man of Sweden. I'd have to go Florence Pugh and Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Harry, traditional, <laughs> traditionally I, good looking. <laughs> I do like Florence Pugh. I think she's a terrific actor, makes very interesting choices for the roles she takes. Mm. And, okay. Uh, I didn't you know. see the movie. <laughs> I haven't seen, oh, I haven't seen that. Yet. <laughs> yet. I haven't seen that one yet. Yet. Do you have a favorite, Mike? Uh, Cary Grant and Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> 
Is that that would be an interesting pairing? I'm not saying they're paired. I'm just saying they're two different. That's eras. A, in my yeah. in my mm-hmm. that's those are my two tops. I'm not sure that Jennifer Love Hewitt was ever America's favorite sweetheart or Hollywood's certainly I not Hollywood's biggest. There is star. a for sure magazine cover where Jennifer Love Hewitt is referred to as, as a sweetheart. A sweet. That's not what I said. I said America's favorite. <laughs> All right, we're gonna find. I'm gonna find this. I'm gonna get this thing over an hour well, if it kills me. Oh come on! <laughs> God damn. Well, there. You go. Well, look at the sword I can wield. Is ending it. You no, survived. No! You survived. Podcast the ride. The no. segregated. Which... Thank you for subscribing. And I'm gonna barrel through. Keep oh subscribing and go to the club three. You get bonus. We're gonna talk about Kingdom Hearts. Oh over shit! There. There's a maxim with Jennifer Love Hewitt where it says America's sweetheart has a naughty secret, but that's oh, not okay. quite America's favorite. Well, it doesn't say America's Shelly favorite. Shelly Duvall, America's favorite sweetheart, because I really like her movies, Jason, too. Look, so look it up, Jason. <laughs> the proof is just that anyone ever wrote it down. Because if that's Duvall, the proof, then we're all America's favorite. Like, then Jason is America's favorite sweetheart. J- well, he, of course he is. Well, I'm podcasting's <laughs> a little sweetheart. <laughs> that's true. Can't argue with that. Oh, I hate how much people are going to start saying that. <laughs> that's going to be fucking everywhere in the comments. <laughs> Here you go, fam. Start using it. <laughs> oh, man. What if, wait, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Stop. All right, I'll turn it off. <laughs> Looking on your phone. 55 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.